<laughs> intro song is fucking incredible, Ragnar. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your Hello and welcome to the second episode of Calling Monroe, or is it the second episode? Uh, those of us, those of you who are following us on Instagram, will know the answer to that question, but we will get to it later. Uh, Gleon, how are you feeling after the release of our first episode? I'm excited. How excited? Ah, <laughs> that excited. Nice. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the stuff on on what we talked about, and we'll go over that when we call Monroe. Uh, then there's also the fact that you are a bit of a cult favorite. You're a hit. Oh, nice. People think that you are uh, hilarious, I might say. And then people love our theme song. How do you feel about the theme song? It reminds me of Neighbors, that Australian... <laughs> the Australian soap opera that's been running for 400 years? Yeah, it reminds me of that. It must be a good sign. That's the best sign. If we can be on the air for half as long as Neighbors, then... It'll basically be our grandchildren hosting this. Yeah. Monroe, should we should we give him a call and shout at him for fucking up our, our previous attempt at, yeah. at recording an episode? Yeah. Let's do that. I'm going to be super angry at him. Let's call Monroe. What's up, guys? Round two, baby. You motherfucker. <laughs> round two, round two. Yeah, round two of round two. Yeah, so Monroe, if, you are, if we're being totally honest, would you call this episode two of calling Monroe? I would call this... Round two of episode two. So I, I screwed up in the first recording and I didn't have my mic switched on. So <laughs> so this is this is the second version of episode two. You truly are a king. And king. this is verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> yeah, we're just re- repeating the entire episode verbatim. We're just our memory is flawless. We even which is weird because it's weird that we're talking about how we fucked up a recording and we're repeating that verbatim. It <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> Monroe, how do you feel about the the first episode now that it's been up for a couple of days? I got in trouble from my mom for swearing too much on it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so far on what's the and the good thing about the re-recording is I got in trouble from my mom after we recorded the first version of episode two. So for this in which I swore, so for this version of episode two, I have not sworn yet. So can I swear? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't think my mom worries about you so much. Oh. That's equal parts good and sad. It is. It is. <laughs> but also annoying because uh, swearing is kind of arbitrary anyway. Absolutely. Well, that's a good uh, starting point, actually. We might as well talk about that. How do you feel about swearing in general? You think it's arbitrary? It, yeah. I mean, I like do do what you're going to do. What I think is actually what I think is most annoying is that it, say you were having a discussion with some Weasley politician who was being all manipulative and everything. And you got annoyed at them, and so you were like, "Stop being such a little fuck." Then the emphasis of the conversation like would come off the fact that they were being all weasley and annoying, and you would just get called out for swearing at them, which is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, some there are like it. I've heard it occasionally, very rarely, but like a politician swear, hmm. uh, like Joe Biden did it sometime 
uh, within the past couple of months. And like, I don't know, it's something that's, I think that's what I like about uh, swearing. I like the, the juxtaposition of it. I like a good swear word inserted into a place where it doesn't necessarily belong. Mm, nice. Yeah. So I, I guess like on the one hand, I'm against swearing being like this taboo thing because I don't give a fuck. I think it's fine. But then on the other hand, I want legend. it to remain a little bit taboo. Yeah, I'm so fucking hard. Mm. But uh, I want it to be a little bit taboo so that it can be a little juicier when you sprinkle it in there. Mm. Like when I uh, I was I was at a job interview once and the dude the dude who was interviewing me, he swore. He said shit or something. And I immediately, I was like, damn, this is a good dude. I can work for this man. I can work for this <laughs> motherfucker. It, it is the cheapest way to make respect as a teacher. You know, when you were at school, yeah. if a teacher said shit, then instantly, but oh, they're badass. Good on. Would you swear in front of your mom? No. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure. I might. Would you, you, you would never swear at your mom. No, 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 no. Would you be like, uh, I had a nightmare, mom, and I, I was so fucking afraid. <laughs> yeah, I might do that. I actually was talking to her today about this. About you having a nightmare? No, so I said, would you ever swear to me? And I was like, no. So you've answered it. <laughs> yeah, I've already answered it either. <laughs> also, one of, the, one of the good revelations that came out pre-recording the second episode is that Gudjon doesn't like podcasts and has also never listened to a podcast <laughs> yeah, in his life. I've never have, you, have you never listened to a podcast in your life ever? Not, except not, our podcast not, now? Yeah, not the full episode. Never. <laughs> did you did you listen to the full length of our our episode one? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my lord. Uh why did you want to start making a podcast if you've never even listened to a podcast and you don't like them? I like talking. Uh, fair, actually. That is yeah, completely fair. I could get on board with that. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone wants to hear what I have to say. I mean, judging by the feedback we've gotten, I think people do uh, want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I, and I, we've no, gotten... I think our mates are just being nice, honestly. Well, don't insult Gwion like that. But we've gotten, we've gotten actually kind of a lot of feedback, uh, and it's been on a couple of different things. Some of it's been on us as humans, which we don't need to talk about, but some of it's been on... The topics that we've been bringing up, a lot of people agree with me when it comes to dominoes. Some people agree with you. Mainly one person agrees with you, and she's uh, she's half Italian, uh, and she gatekeeps pizza, so she basically says that dominoes isn't pizza, it's junk food. But it's she says it's still good, but she just refuses to call no, it pizza. No, she, she doesn't agree with me, because I think dominoes is pizza, it's just shit pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's at least three different <laughs> viewpoints circulating. But I've uh, I've emailed Domino's asking for a sponsor. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got an answer. I haven't I haven't gotten an answer. No, but I did email. Uh, something tells me you're not going to get an answer. First, <laughs> first I messaged them on Facebook about it, and they're like, "Our marketing department handles this, so please email us at." So then I answered. I was like, "Okay, thanks," but. <laughs> Also, you, Domino's employee, you would probably enjoy this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so if if the Domino's employee that I was speaking to over Facebook listened, then please uh, give us a shout out and, I don't know, drop us a comment or something on calling Monroe at Instagram. <laughs> we had a couple other dudes mention uh, some stuff. There's two two good points, actually, that we could discuss regarding the stuff we talked yep. about last week that are sort of uh, pivots. Uh, 
Steven, a friend of mine, he said that he thinks the reason kicking an innocent animal feels wrong is because we're designed to raise things with cute features, and this feels against our instincts. So he went a completely different angle, and he was like, we're supposed to care for cuties, and that's why. It's the kind of the same reason that kicking a baby would feel worse than kicking the woman with her as the bags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because the baby, you're supposed to care for the baby, but like once you're an adult, it's a fucking free for all. Uh, you know what? I think I think Stephen had a greater insight than any of us did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, fair play, <laughs> Stephen. Uh, and then Anna, she she brought up a good issue yesterday, so it's a good thing we're doing uh, episode two, volume two. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about happiness, and she she disagrees with like the she doesn't think that other people's happiness really factors into it. Uh, at all, which is kind of what you were talking about initially. So she brought up this thing that I've never been sure if I agree with. And she was saying that uh, the main determinant of whether you're happy is like a, your own personal relative scale. So if you were, if you've always been unhappy and then all of a sudden you experience happiness, then you experience it as like elation. Whereas if you've always been pretty happy and then all of a sudden you're like really happy, then it's just, hmm, I'm kind of happy today. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. So mm. she she's going for this like, you must experience the lows of life in order to truly appreciate the highs like that sort of thing you know what i mean i was talking about this with my mates the other day in that when we're together we laugh a stupid amount proper belly laughs and then Mm -hmm. when you're laughing with other people sometimes you compare it to how much fun you'd be having with them and then even though you're having fun in that moment you're just like oh but i would be having more fun if i was with those guys Mm. but this i i don't know if you are content i don't know why you can't by the baseline would like what I don't know. I think somehow you can sense more. It feels like you can sense more happiness if you are happy. Oh, so you think like if you're happy more often, then your happiness receptors, if you will, are like more attuned to being happy. I think like feeling happy in the moment and being content is not the same thing. I agree actually, and I, uh, I have an opinion that almost no one seems to agree with. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. That this is a. I've been told that this is not, it's not controversial, but it's, I've been said, people get, I get like sad and they're like, I hope, I hope this isn't the case for you always. And I don't mm-hmm. think that happiness is a real emotion. I think happiness exclusively exists uh, when you are looking back. You, I have, I don't think I've ever felt what I describe as happiness in the moment. It only exists looking back on something and be like, yeah, that was pretty happy then. If we were doing this podcast in person, I would hug you so badly right now, Ragnar. And that's the saddest thing I think anyone's ever said to me. This is me being real. I don't think I've ever felt a happy moment. Also, screw you. Notice I said screw instead of fuck there. So I'm not uh, swearing on this podcast. I think you can... Uh, The times we've spent together, Ragnar, you should have been happy. No, I am. But that's the difference. This is the difference, I think, with, uh, you know, what what Gulen is talking about. I can be perfectly sort of content in the moment. And I can be enjoying the moment. But... To me, there's like a, a different level of emotion that I would describe to happiness. Like content is just being, ha- like you're just accepting your life. Yeah, I don't know. It's a complicated issue, I think. But no, I enjoy like these conversations. I enjoy them and I have a good time. You're not, you're not happy like, right now. No, not like, not deeply in my soul, <laughs> but like I'm happy. I, I'm acutely happy. Like I'm acutely like I feel joy and I'm enjoying this and like these laughs are real, etc. But it's more complicated than that. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think, and I can I can consciously remember multiple occasions where I've been in a in a moment 
and thought, you know what, these, these are the good times. I am happy right now. Damn. I mean, that's sweet. I I want that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I felt like that, that's a random moment. It's never a thing where I'm actually doing something. It's like you say in a memory. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes I'm, I make an effort to, if I'm in a situation, then I'll make an effort to kind of take a pause for a second and just think, you know what, this is this is a good moment. This is this is these are good times. Wow. I so the opposite is true for me. There's often the case where I think these should be the good times. What? I, I felt like I felt like there was more coming there. No, no, like my feeling will be like this like I should feel this genuine happiness currently. And maybe when I look back on it I will think that way, but currently I don't. Interesting. Like I've done this when I'm just like I don't know. Sometimes when nothing mm. is happening, I'm just looking at like my nephews and nieces or something like that. And then I'm just like, this, this is happy. This is a happy moment. Watching. It's, it, I don't know. So I, I more relate to what Monroe is saying. Second episode and we're bonding, Guthion. Yeah. I would say the best, the, like the optimal uh, state of mind for me is distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar, you just need a hug. I, I actually, I actually was distracted there. I lost, <laughs> I, I lost focus. What were you saying? <laughs> uh, what is what is the worst emotion? Ooh, no, but really, what were uh, we talking about? It doesn't about? matter. We've moved beyond that now. I've asked you a question. Okay. What okay. is the worst emotion? Well, in terms of my own life, I feel like it's going to be hunger. I I think I make myself I think I make myself no not even hunger just the desire to eat more when I'm already full I think that that Holy is shit. the biggest You're impact you're either on me. so shallow or so lucky <laughs> yeah, probably both oh my god all my days but well, you know you just well I guess that's not the worst emotion it's that's probably a result of me having bad emotions but you know when you just just you're just full but you're just like uh you just keep eating to so you don't Feel the bad emotions. Christ. Do, do you know that feeling when you've been really annoyed or angry or something like that? And then just after it, somebody is trying to, doesn't know that you are annoyed and angry, is trying to be cheerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that feeling? You, f- you feel like shit because you know you shouldn't be bad to that person. But you are. You're still annoyed. So you're like, in a ba- both you're like feeling really bad. And ashamed. Mm, yeah. And annoyed. <laughs> Everything at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you feel bad and ashamed. Those, that is... Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the worst emotion. Yeah. Exactly that moment. Yeah. If you just added a little bit of nausea or something on top of it, you would have <laughs> the worst possible state of existence. <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been eating my emotions away in Corona and putting on uh, my Corona kilos. And one of the, okay. one of the novelties of this is that I've realized that if I kind of standing and I hang my body to one side, <laughs> then I can now lean on my rolls of fat on my side. And they kind of they kind of all come together and tense up and then I can I can rest on my on my fat my love handles. Jesus Christ, Monroe. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do what I do, you need to start fasting like yeah, me. I do. I do. Uh, are you drinking a beer right now? I've finished my beer. You finished your beer. Yeah. Fucking hell. I just opened my beer. You probably heard it on the podcast. Uh, again, shout out Viking. If you want to sponsor me with some Sumer, I love it. 
Yeah, do you not want to crack open another one, Monroe? Uh, maybe, but I also don't want to have to run away and pee mid-podcast. Oh, this is a good topic. Um, How long do you pee for, and how often do you pee, both of you? I, before going to bed every night, have a fear pee, which Mel laughs at. And fear pee? A fear pee. So I've got, well, so I, I always have, I, so I've got a rubbish bladder. I don't drink, I don't drink after nine o'clock at night unless, unless like I'm obviously if I'm out and drinking, I'll drink after nine. But if I'm in the house and Mel offers me a cup of tea and it's after nine, I won't have it because then I'll have to get up to pee in the middle of the night. And before I go to bed, I'll always have a fear pee where if I've already peed, I'll go back to the toilet and just stand there and try and like squeeze out a pee, even though nothing comes out. <laughs> Without fail, I do that every night. Every night. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I've actually started to have to pee right before bed, uh, and because something's happened, man. Some shit has gone down very recently, where I now either need to pee right before bed or right after I, after I wake up. And this is unusual for me because I usually pee uh, seldom, but a lot. Mm. So I have a Snapchat saved uh, when I was at a bar with a friend of mine. And I, we were talking about how long we pee for, and he didn't really believe me. And I went to, I took a Snapchat and I peed for more than a minute straight of like solid flow. More than a minute. Yeah. And I have this on video so I can prove it. Why, why, don't, we, uh, <laughs> why don't we set a challenge to people to comment what the longest they can pee for this week yeah send us on instagram calling monroe uh send us a, <laughs> a direct message of you peeing for as long as you possibly can go on how how long do you pee for long or short me yeah you <laughs> long usually very long how long do you know at all have you ever take have you ever timed it i have once <laughs> peed 1.2 liter. Oh, whoa. Fantastic. And I remember it took forever. I've seen a man pee over a liter. Yeah. And I know this because he was peeing into a uh, a cup, like a like a fast food restaurant cup. And he had ordered himself like a liter soda. In oh, Amsterdam. and he was like, I've got a liter cup here, guys. I'm safe. Yeah. And no, he peed into it. I was in the bathroom <laughs> with him. He peed into it. And then he had to finish in the toilet because it was about to overflow. Why was he peeing into the cup if he was in the toilet? I don't know. We were like, like, 15 16 mm, you're we being just... being legends <laughs> yeah we're just <laughs> we're being john legend uh, how often have you gone to the toilet today uh don't, i don't know i think i've gone three times and i peed in the shower nice I've taken two showers you've taken two showers today i actually yeah. have only taken i've taken a shower today but but prior to today i didn't re- i couldn't remember the last time I took a shower, my personal hygiene, oh, no. and I, I feel like this, I was kind of hoping for some solidarity if this came up, but my personal hygiene over Corona isolation times has just been, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say absent, but I would describe it as erratic. Oh Lord, mine hasn't. I, cause I'll shower more out of boredom. So I, I've been showering like multiple times a day. I think I hit four once. Four? Yeah. I feel like I've realized that personal hygiene is is more a routine than for me than something that I feel like I actually need to do. Uh, I feel the need to do it. Uh, mm. Like toothbrushing. Have you brushed your teeth today? I hope. Yeah, so. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that that's okay, that stayed consistent. I'm not an animal. Okay, because I that is this is one of those things that I hate the most when someone is somewhere and they're like, "Oh, I'll just brush my teeth tomorrow. It doesn't matter. I'm in bed already." That is, I like borderline. I'm gonna 
call the police. Agreed. Yeah. It is it is absolutely disgusting. How often do you brush your teeth a day? Two or three or more? Twice a day. Obviously. That's that's how how often does anyone else I mean Yeah. Three is a thing sometimes. People brush them in the morning, like midday and evening. Midday? Yeah, like sometime after you have lunch or whatever. Do you take do they have toothbrush at work? Some people do, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've seen toothbrushes at works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly phrased there, right? <laughs> to- tooth bry. Uh, you know, actually, something that I realize I have a, a strong opinion on. What do you guys wear uh, to bed? Either boxers or nothing. It just kind of nothing. F- yeah, like just, nothing at all. Yes. Ah, oh, I can't do that. That feels weird to me. What about no. you? Go? I I wear underwear. Yeah, I, I've tried nothing but it just it doesn't feel right why not it's just sometimes it's just nice to just you know just be chilling out and it's just just yeah a bit of freedom there i don't know it doesn't feel like freedom to me. i don't know i don't like i prefer wearing boxers to wearing nothing in bed yeah i mean i get i get it sometimes you know i don't i don't sleep with nothing every night it's just sort of a variety is the spice of life hey (laughs) absolutely (laughs) what about sleep people that sleep in clothes or like in jeans have you ever had someone sleep in jeans that's uh, just no i mean i can't i can't fathom the concept of sleeping in jeans can't you do it like when you're napping yeah i guess yeah if you're having a, if you're having if you're having a nap yeah i'm not against so that. that that's my opinion on it when someone goes to sleep in jeans for the night that's insane mm. Yeah. And it makes absolutely no sense. But Some who, people do, who just does like wear that? their I mean, date? No, they I've don't. Se- I've seen this. No, they don't. This, like, is, this has to be made up. There's no one, nobody. <laughs> I refuse to believe there are human beings on this planet that just come home. I'm pretty sure. And they're like, you know what? This These day clothes, that's exactly what I'm going to wear to bed. I'm pretty sure there are people that do that, that just don't change for, for bed. They just wear the clothes they're wearing, just go to sleep in them. Someone, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I agree that you can nap in jeans like sometimes i'll take off my shirt or whatever i'm wearing on my upper body and get into bed wearing like jeans or pants or whatever i'm wearing that day and nap like that because it feels like a different it's like cold pizza versus hot pizza it's like a different course than i'm ordering it's like i'm ordering Mm -hmm. a jeans nap those are not different courses but okay they are absolutely they're different courses no no cold pizza is just an extension of the meal that you had the night before. Yeah, but you have it. Some people heat their pizzas up, and I disagree with that. As a yeah, concept. agreed. I think it's all it's all part of it's all part of the experience. Mm. You know, yeah, you but have it's a pizza, different. You have a little bit left over. The next day, you're just enjoying it, but, but it's not, it's, you're still eating pizza. It's not a different meal. Imagine a hypothetical restaurant. You can go in there, and they're like, "We have pizzas," and you're like, "Oh, nice. I'll have a, a, a never never a margarita. I'll have a something pizza." And then they're like, "All right, sir, would you like it hot or cold?" Like, they're two different things. No, that's no. But just having different yeah. toppings on a pizza doesn't make it a different meal. Uh, no, but they're also different things, and you have to pick that as well. No, but this is totally different. These are like you can substitute. No, is the point you're trying to argue. You can't just say no that. because think about it. If if you ordered a uh, a pizza at a restaurant, you ordered uh, a pizza supreme. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have that pizza. Would you like this other similar pizza? Then you'd be like, mm, okay, yeah, that's still the same-ish sort of thing that I'm ordering. But if you were like, can I have a, a hot pizza supreme? And they're like, sir, we can offer you a cold pizza supreme. That is not a substitute for the hot pizza that you were ordering. Yeah, but only because it's cold and you're at a restaurant, yeah. so you want a hot meal. Yeah, so they're different meals. There's a hot no. meal and a cold meal. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
don't, I'm so don't right here. pick up on the on this language that I used and then make a pedantic point around it, 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 it that makes you seem right. It's the same meal. Yeah, no, it's see, the same meal. You know what? I Disagreed. think there's going to be a running theme along this podcast, and it's going to be me and you arguing and then realizing that Guthion and I agree and you're just wrong. <laughs> I'm right here, and I'm right for two reasons. Number one, because I do all the work in this podcast. I edit it and everything, so I get a heavier say. You do, also you do, be- do literally <laughs> all of the work. I have and also because th- what I did, according to our last episode, I'm also right because I win by simple minority. Did We never implemented that strategy, though. But it was implied. <laughs> <laughs> Monroe, do you... Do you wear socks when you're at home? Or like, do you wear shoes inside? Surely not, because we're civilized. Yeah, I don't, I don't wear shoes inside, no. No. Grillion, you wear shoes inside. but Yeah, I'm wearing shoes now. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's different. Uh, do, Mano, you wear, so you, do you wear socks at home or not? Uh, I mean, I'm currently not wearing socks, but it's, it's kind of a, a bit of a free-for-all. I would say I, I, I put socks on when my feet get cold. Practical, practical, man. Once you put your socks on for the day, yeah. Do they pretty much always stay on for the rest of the day until you go to bed? That or depends do you play on the loose? temperature of my feet. I can't, I can't. There's not. There's no. As with the uh, the last podcast, I don't. I don't agree with universal laws. You sort of did agree with universal laws last time because you said it's. You're, it's wrong to kick a pig, just like it's wrong to kick a dog. I'm going to choose to ignore that point because I don't think it helps the point I was trying to make. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> so that's the kind of person that you're going to be. Gwydion, mm-hmm. something that I thought about in in the wake of last podcast, uh, when I was mm-hmm. teaching people the skill, the uh, the counting on your fingers, I explicitly mm-hmm. said, in order to avoid confusion and to avoid people being fucking annoying, I said, mm-hmm. your four fingers and your thumb. Uh, mm-hmm. If someone was to say to you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, your, the five fingers on your right hand, would you be like, excuse me, the thumb is not a finger, it's a thumb. Or would you acknowledge the fact that it's just a goddamn finger and shut the fuck up? It's a finger. What about you, Monroe? Yeah. Have good. you heard people do this? No. Have you heard I this mean, pedantic I mean, bullshit? We all did it at primary school, didn't we? You know? Or maybe not, not me, because I've been cool since not day one. as much of a dick as I was at primary school, but I feel like we've all gone through that phase, you know? Not and then me. you realize it's Never. Just Have you ever called anyone out on calling black or white a color? Have you been like, it's a shade? Or like, it's an absence of a color or some shit like that? I have never called anyone out on that. I, like no no have you been called out on it uh yeah again i feel like this is a discussion at primary school that you have and then you know you get the smart ass that comes in being like well actually black is absence of color because an, a real black is where it is why am i doing your stupid voice now <laughs> i've ad- adopted your stupid voice <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you get the people saying, "Oh, well, you know, white is a color because it's a combination of all the colors." Mm. But I, I, I don't just feel like. But we, I think we also need to be kind of careful about shitting too much on people who have hardline stances and arbitrary topics because that literally is the contents of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but you, this is the consistency that I strive for, and universalization. Immanuel Kant, shout out to my boy. Universalization. I can take hardline stances on everything, including other people's hardline stances. Mm. So I can't just let something slide because of some technicality like this. That That's not how it goes. That's not how you roll. No, absolutely not. And like people can take a hardline stance against me. <clears throat> oh, there's the burp of the podcast. But that's just that's just part of the game. You know, I'm gonna, if I'm going to stand here and, and dole it out, then I'm going to take it as well. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
was <laughs> a nice little confirmation from Kujon there. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Kujon is, this is how he became a fan favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you upset at that, Monroe? Because the podcast is named after you. You probably felt entitled to being the fan favorite. Uh, I mean, honestly, I just love the song. So I'm happy. As Once the song's played, I'm, I'm happy. Oh, nice. The song, I, I feel like we should like release it on Spotify or something. <laughs> it gets stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, and I don't know I mean, if it's just because too. I keep having to listen to it and I wrote it and everything, or does it get stuck in your heads? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I don't even remember the song. Are you serious? You are just the absolute worst, aren't you? I have a fun story. You have a fun story, Guyon? Yes. Oh, do you want to hit, a, hit us up with it? I, I was just going to tell you what I did this week. Oh, what did you do this week? I put too much effort into an internet fight. Oh, that is... No, I like I, I read a whole book. <laughs> you read a whole book? To win an argument. We were arguing about Taoism. They were telling me about it. About it. And me being a geneticist, mm-hmm. and they being assholes. <laughs> 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 they, we had a fight about biology. They were telling me how close-minded I was. I thought Taoism is Taoism not some sort of Chinese philosophy? Yeah, it's Chinese philosophy. I don't have a clue about it. So I decided, like, yeah, I'm just gonna read the book about Taoism, like the Tao Te Ching or something. It's called <laughs> by Lao Tzu. And I was, I was like, so did you? I I, re- I read it, and when I read it. I, I was done. I asked, like, how did, how did, you, like, I, 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 when did you read the book, guys? And they were like, we haven't read it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then I got so mad. Yeah, but you won. Yeah, and I was like, you're such a hypocrite. And I was like, you, you don't follow the way of Tao. You don't follow Tao. And then I said, I realized I was such a hypocrite telling them, calling them out on it because the Tao. Taoism teach you not to care. Yeah, you're going to have to educate me a bit here, Gudion, because I am pretty ignorant to Taoism. Yeah, I don't know shit. Taoism is like the way how you're supposed to remove your ego and selflessness on the purpose of being enlightened. It's more like like I ha- I don't care about others in a way. In a selfish way or in a, a selfless way? A selfless way. Okay. I don't, I don't care about others in a selfless way. Yeah, but it's not like like libertarianism where you don't care about others in a horrible selfish and- No. No, you it's just because you don't matter. You're trying to get happy through minimalism. You're trying mm. to be minimalist towards yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To gain happiness. It starts like the one or first chapter is like saying you're doing this because you're selfish asshole. But in the way you're going to be really nice. You just described Monroe. We I've talked to Monroe about his being a doctor, and everyone thinks that being a doctor is this uh, selfless pursuit. But you said to me that you are you're a doctor for selfish reasons. Yeah, I yeah definitely I think so. I, the reasons why did I become a doctor? I guess I became a doctor because it was a job I thought I would enjoy. It's a job that would give me a sense of purpose, and it's well paid. And I, I guess the, the sense of purpose comes partly because it provides a serv- service and because you so it's it is a role that you can get an obvious sense of purpose from but i'm still desiring that sense of purpose for myself so it's probably yeah selfish yeah i wonder about this like sense of purpose thing right because this i guess because taoism is a 
a Chinese uh, philosophical system. Yeah. Uh, and there's sort of innate differences typically between uh, Eastern and Western philosophies in how they approach individualism versus uh, community. Mm-hmm. So it seems that like the, the alignment of Taoist, Taoism is towards sort of you are you are nothing in your quest to find uh, your purpose, but that sort of being nothing kind of aligns with being part of a community, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, they talk a lot about community, but oddly enough, he really adores authority. Oh. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it, 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 it's the one thing you just read past. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, he, he loves authority. Okay. And that the, like, and the, and he says, like, the intelligent, you shouldn't, con- like, control the country with intelligence. Okay, so it's the opposite of Plato, basically, where Plato is talking about, like, philosopher kings and ruling, uh, yeah. you know, r- the rule of the intelligent or whatever. And this is kind of the opposite. He says, like, don't be kind. Because kind, a society with kindness is a society of arrogant people. Oh, why? It's selfish to be kind. Well, this, this sounds like bollocks. Why? No, but it, it, yeah, th- this was something that I used to think a lot about way, way back in the day, whether I was trying to reconcile in my head whether, whether kindness was selfish or not. Because people, a lot of the time when people are kind, surely it is for... For personal gain, like what you're doing by being a doctor. Yeah, I, I get that, and you know, I've I, like I've been part of various charitable organisations, and like a lot of the time when I've been doing charity work, it has been either because through doing that charity work, I'll develop skills that I like, and for other people, I feel like a lot of the time that gives them uh, again a sense of purpose, or it gives them a social circle to move in, or they're bored at work and they want to do something different. And so I, I guess I, I can see that they are still selfish things, but to then take from that that you shouldn't be kind, I think is bollocks because it's still a much better place if people choose to do kind things when they're looking for something else in their life than if people choose to do greedy, selfish things when they're looking for uh, to, ex- to expand an area of their life. It still claims you have to be nice. A society of kindness is more important than anything else. That, like war and stuff, is like a bad thing. But you're supposed to be basically nice. He's saying out of like a sense of uh, duty and community, rather than a, yeah, a sense yeah, of yeah. trying to be to be kind. It should not be like a a rich person trying to be kind. I've thought a lot about this. Uh, you see a lot of, especially on on social media and things like this. You see someone who's obviously doing something that is kind or you know is benevolent in some capacity but it's very obvious that the mm-hmm. the underlying uh, reasoning or like the reason why they're doing this is selfish like they're trying to score some sort of points mm-hmm. by looking super cool or they're you know it's a billionaire giving money to something by the way i hate mm-hmm. billionaire philanthropy but whatever like they're giving money but mm-hmm. obviously the the reason why they're doing it is is pr and tax breaks and stuff but sometimes mm-hmm. it's really hard cuz i do very much hate these things but at the same time it's almost impossible mm-hmm. to truly hate them because the end result like they're doing the right thing for the wrong reason mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so you are an asshole for hating what they're doing yeah so the high yield saying which my mom's not going to enjoy <laughs> but, <laughs> fuck her the, the, <laughs> hey that's my mother Come i'm on. sorry i love her i love her i love her uh, i've never met her the that um, my mates and I have been using a lot lately, which is so applicable to so many situations, is that 
you're not wrong, you're just a cunt. And I feel that's kind of that's kind of applicable to these guys as well because when they're giving like the kind of videos that I've I've seen of this or when people are going are they like oh I'm going to like go up to this homeless guy and give him 10 grand and they but they do it on a YouTube video which mm. you know it's it's ultimately it's for they're doing it for the clicks and for whatever else as against to doing it uh, to be a generous and kind act mm-hmm. um but ultimately like they're not they're not wrong for doing it but they are a cunt. <laughs> I, I have to add one thing. Of course, I'm not a specialist in it. And there's like so much room for inter- interpretation in this text. It's really confusing and hard to read. Yeah, of course. And I, I won the argument, so nice. I was happy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this is something you you love reading. You read a lot. Yeah. And I try to read uh, a lot. We, You and I, we read together. We're both reading War and Peace at the moment. Yeah, but I nice. mainly read before bed. Uh, and I... I mainly read uh, fiction. I think that's. I think I can. I can hardly make it through a nonfiction book ever. I don't think I've. I think once I've finished a nonfiction book. Really? Yeah. But I think. Yeah, fiction is more fun. Yeah, I think Monroe, you read a lot of uh, nonfiction because you read stuff like uh, like these adventurers, like autobiographies and those sorts of things, right? Yeah, I exclusively read nonfiction, but I also don't read that much so maybe that's why (laughs) i read fiction i think it's an important thing to read fiction on like a societal level and i was reading this uh there's a dude the only non-fiction book actually that i've that i've gotten through he was talking about how the rise of the novel uh, may have played a large part in the decline of violence in society because it gives you like a very real way for the masses to put themselves in the shoes of people that aren't them and it like promotes empathy on a societal scale interesting potentially also like the, a lot of these uh story well i don't know if i i agree with that because before reading there were mm-hmm. still like storytelling has been around for ever yeah and so i and, and before reading there were different mediums of telling stories and but there you, weren't it would be more common to it would be more common to sit around and hear stories and and all i Loads of old tales and stuff. They're all they all often have uh, a, a message of empathy at the heart of them. Yeah, true. I don't know. I'll have to to brush up on reread this chapter for the next podcast. But it was it was pretty compelling. <laughs> are, you, are you going to refrain from making a comment because you're not well enough informed? How is this podcast ever going to continue uh, if we use that logic? <laughs> that's true. That's not my style, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. Most of the comments that I make, I am like unusually informed about sort of tangential things that aren't quite related. So I mm. feel like I can cra- <laughs> craft a bullshit argument for something based on <laughs> 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 like last episode where I was talking about the random seating on an airplane and you just didn't buy that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't rustle my jimmies with that again. That, like, <laughs> go on. Whatever, man. Uh, Mano, you and I were talking uh, about teaching a skill per episode. I think that's a good idea. Do you think it's a good idea? Uh, I can you repeat that? (laughs) (laughs) I swear, you know how at the start of this episode you said that you don't like podcasts, Gudion. I swear you don't even like this podcast. (laughs) You're just getting bored and zoning out. No, no, repeat it. Repeat it. (laughs) So last week we taught two different skills, which is you know. A lot. We taught uh, how mm-hmm. to count to, I guess, various numbers on your hand. And Joey, my friend, he mm-hmm. he mentioned a good thing. You can count to one thousand twenty-three 
on just your two hands if you use binary, but it is a pain in the ass. Oh. Uh, but anyway, and then we also taught, what was the other skill we taught? The five-year-old. Oh yeah, how to know how to tell if someone's five. I still haven't met uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. an ambiguously Life- five-year-old person. Lifelong skills you're learning here, folks. I haven't met someone who's ambiguous enough in age that I have to test whether they were five, but I will. Uh, so we again, we were thinking that we could teach one uh, equally useful skill every episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. Whatever. We're going to do it. Monroe and I are going to do it. Uh, do you have any ideas, Monroe? Uh, uh, yes, I do. I was thinking about this earlier. Bananas. Oh, I, wait. Did I teach you my banana trick? You, you, you taught me the banana trick. But I've got an, <laughs> I've, I've, I, and I've taught it to so many people since. But I've got a further addition to any oh. happy campers out there for the banana as well. Today. Holy shit. Okay, I'll start off with my, my banana knowledge and then you can... Uh, you can stand on my shoulders for I am a giant, and you can teach. Well, unfortunately, people. you're you're gonna you're gonna take the the fun one, and I'll teach the boring one at the end. But that's all right. Oh, whatever, man. Uh, okay, so I always talk about there's three different uh, banana. I don't know what to call them. Banana banana things. They're not banana facts. They're not banana. The banana activities, banana related activities <laughs> that, that I teach people about whenever I come in contact with a banana. The first one is basic, and it's have you ever written on a banana with a ballpoint pen? No, I have never done this. Oh, honestly, you need to go right now by yourself an 18p banana at Sainsbury's and write on it with a ballpoint pen because it is the world's greatest paper. Like, it's really good. Have you done this, good? Yeah. yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah is this yeah, is this something people do? Yeah. Why am I? Why have two of the of the three of us done this? You're just holding a pen <laughs> and you're holding a banana. And what do you do? <laughs> yeah, man, you got two hands. Usually, one of them has a pen and the other has a banana. <laughs> but honestly write on it it's like writing on on a newborn baby's ass like it is perfect i've never done that before either no me neither but i hope to one day then the second uh, banana related tricks you can do without a pen uh first of all is to open a banana the correct way you open it on the bottom not at the the stem bit at the top you just flip it over gently squeeze the little butt of the banana mm. and it just comes apart and you can just peel it no issues you're never going to have the same like opening headache as you would with a banana like yeah see i've heard this one multiple times and i've yet to can it's wonderful yet to convert to it you know i've fully converted 100 i don't i cannot remember the last time i opened a banana the other way also a fun fact i cannot remember the last time i had a nosebleed was this something you uh, this is coming back to me now this is you regularly had nosebleeds for a while no 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 or did you not no, I've I honestly in my life don't remember getting a nosebleed. Well, I I don't oh. understand the significance of this. I'm just saying, like it's a thing that people. <laughs> I don't I don't remember no, my nosebleed either. I don't remember bleeding out my ears. I don't remember bleeding out my eyes. Yeah, but nosebleeds are kind. Of, <laughs> fuck you. Nosebleeds are kind of common, aren't they? I mean, yeah, they're yeah, relatively. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people haven't had nosebleeds. Okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, okay, <that's> guys, nice. <laughs> guys. I have to uh, okay. I have to confess one thing here. I you... haven't been recording. What? <laughs> oh my god. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 I, I, I just I just You goddamn jokester. I would have come to your house and given you coronavirus. <laughs> to be fair, that was a lot more interesting <laughs> oh, than us just debating okay. whether how common nosebleeds were. So. <laughs> Once I, again, this is why he's the favorite. How was, how was scared did you get? I was, my heart dropped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got angry, but then was like, I can't swear as much on this one. And then I just went silent. Yeah, I was, I was devastated, genuinely <laughs> devastated. <laughs> 
Okay, banana, banana thing three. Splitting a banana into perfect thirds. You can split any banana into perfect thirds using just your finger. Yeah, baby. Uh, have you guys heard of sounding? Do you know what sounding is? No. No, I do not know what sounding is. Am I, I, go, am I, going, to, am I going to enjoy finding out what sounding is or am I going to cringe? Uh, if your mom's listening to the podcast, she should stop listening to the podcast. Uh. So it's, uh, it's a form of sexual stimulation involving the urethra and insertion therein too. Uh, yeah. 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 So this is a thing, apparently. I don't partake. I hope, to, <laughs> I hope to never. But imagine the banana is is that, because bananas weren't phallic enough already. Imagine that you are stimulating the banana in such a fashion. Take your finger and sort of poke it into the banana. And then... From the top. In the top, yeah. And sort of squeeze into it. And then you will start to see the banana segment into thirds, and it'll become this weird alien-looking creature. Uh, and you can go all the way through the banana like yeah. that. Yeah. Who knew banana was a segmented fruit? the inventor of the banana split well may have no no you brought <laughs> this up last time <laughs> and it's just it's just not right i banana I split know, comes from halving the banana i've had I many think, a banana split yeah but that's uh, that's a bastardization that's because people have forgotten the old <laughs> the old knowledge you 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 don't you don't know monroe yeah, it you seems have a no weird yeah, I, coincidence I'm, I'm talking from experience it here. seems a weird there not, coincidence there are so many man. things on this podcast yeah, you, you, that we you, talk you just about think so there's so many things think we talk so. about this podcast that we're just completely uninformed about i just <laughs> don't have enough knowledge on but i've eaten enough banana splits <laughs> in my time to call myself at least uh moderate yeah, enthusiast yeah but maybe those aren't real banana splits what would livia say about domino's pizza she says it's not pizza maybe this isn't real banana split it's been lost in the sands of time the true way to make banana splits right i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna say my fact about bananas okay which <laughs> i learned last weekend from my friend harry okay. who kindly took some bananas and chocolate along to our fire to mm. melt and make deliciousness and what i've always done is i've always cut the banana so you're holding the banana in your hand with the the curved part of the of the banana uh it going towards the ground and then you slice along the curve and then open it up but then when you put so it's like a the boat. chocolate in that exactly it's like a boat and then you cut down the middle but then when you put that in the fire it always wants to fall to one side mm. but then good old harry just being on another level, just sits the banana already on its side oh. and then cuts it, and then the banana never falls over. Holy shit! That that is an egg of Columbus. That what, what's an what is an egg of Columbus? <laughs> this is something I learned the other day uh, on Wikipedia. It's uh, let's find an egg of Columbus on the internet so I don't uh, but, uh, fuck this up for our it's listeners. It's just a story, isn't it? It is a brilliant idea or discovery that seems simple or easy after the fact. Uh, and it comes from nice. apparently Columbus, uh, the piece of shit, by the way. But anyway, uh, he was told that finding a new trade route was inevitable and no great accomplishment. And he criticizes, he challenges his critics to make an egg stand on its tip, and then they all can't. And then he does it himself by flattening its tip. Oh, so it's that's such right. a yeah, I know technicality I know. He, win. He's like, let me flatten yeah. the tip of this egg with it's my four fingers story. and thumb, if, as if we needed another reason to think Columbus was an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's a cunt. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, was was absolutely so a brilliant idea or discovery <laughs> that seems simple or easy after the fact. That is this, but so we should call it a banana of Harry rather than a 
an egg of Columbus. I like that. A banana of Harry. Um, yeah. yeah. Harry, Harry's banana. <laughs> Harry's tasty <laughs> banana. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so should we, on that banana-related note, should we call it a day? Oh, can I throw in my dad joke now or not? Is that not allowed? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. First, let me, actually, let me uh, shout out our... Our deets, we forgot this. Uh, we have an email address, callingmonroe at gmail.com if you guys want to send us any musings. Uh, we also have an Instagram that's callingmonroe, no spaces, no punctuation, no anything. And if you guys have any thoughts on what we've discussed and you want us to maybe bring up your ideas next time, uh, you can comment uh, or send us a message or something on Instagram. That would be cool because we do love hearing what people think about our stupid ramblings. Uh Monroe, you and don't have any. Please rate us on iTunes. Please, please rate us on, please, rate us on oh, Apple Podcasts. Is apparently, what it's called. Uh, okay. Please, 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 please. It's so good if you could rate us five stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't rate us. Uh, don't rate us if you're going to give us a bad <laughs> rating. Yeah, then please just refrain. But yeah, it would be super helpful to get some uh, ratings on on Apple Podcasts because that apparently can can do a lot for us. Uh, we got way, way more listeners last time than we ever could have hoped for. So we're hoping that things will will pick up and just keep going this way. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Monroe, uh, give me your goddamn dad joke. All right, are we ready? Yeah. So mm -hmm. every time I go to open the fridge, I knock first, just okay. in case the salad's dressing. Uh, bye -bye. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, bye, Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> bye, folks. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You're feeling low. Heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe